Lagers, Pilsners, India Pale Ales, Double IPAs, Doppelbox, Belgian Goldens. That's right, it's all here on another round of Bruise Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Yeah, Bruise Day Tuesday continuing once again. Another round. Because we need it. More it's, technical difficulties. We oh, almost lovely. didn't even get get on on this segment, if you can believe it. There was even more stuff happening uh, while we were playing that little ditty. But we're back. We're here. We're on. And we're drinking beer. And thank goodness I popped something that might make me feel a little bit better. From uh, Edmunds Oast Brewing in uh, Charleston, South Kakalaki. We have the Pillow Fort, which is a triple dry hopped New England style triple IPA. That like checks all your boxes. It checks a lot of damn boxes, including the high ABV. Obviously, with it being a triple, it's, I mean, triple is, you know, essentially imperial by nature, but 10%, 10% we're looking at right here. And uh, for those that, Maybe, just maybe, we have the Facebook Live and YouTube uh, working now. There is an actual pillow fort on there. It looks pretty glorious. It's a cool label. I do love this label. That's pretty good. Oh, and by the way, oh, I forgot. It's not just Edmunds Oast. It's uh, in collaboration also with Flying Machine Brewing. So you got to give credit where credit's due in that department. And I've got the Salty Turtle Beer Company, Dank's Revenge IPA 7 percent abv on the nose uh oh my god i didn't do that on purpose so they've got their little description on the back on the nose is the first phrase on it bright grapefruit and bold hops shine through in this west coast style ipa so what prompted you to say on the nose you just smell it i well no it just means everything's great about it like it's no i was saying like seven percent on the nose there wasn't like a 7.5 or anything like that okay so then i go right into the next sentence uh it's a restrained cereal malt character Mm. complements citrusy hop bitterness and grapefruit bookends the finish for a pleasantly hoppy package now i've not had salty turtle beer company before i have had edmund's oast so yeah edmund's oast same same here so the salty turtle, if I remember correctly, see, and this is another problem with sitting on beer for for a while, because a you're not supposed to sit on beer too long. You're supposed to drink it. But b, I'm trying to remember what Eric said about the salty turtle. I think he just told me he was like, "Oh, that's that." He must have mentioned it another time. So he finally brought me some to try. So I'm really excited to try that. That being said, Edmonds Oast, I know that we were out recently and went to a beer store when we went on a recent travel which by the way i brought beer back from that so we'll drink that eventually hopefully sooner rather than later but yeah bb got super excited because she saw and i even messaged her uh during the break because i couldn't remember what it was i guess edmund's os is maybe sort of known for doing more sours and stuff because she's definitely had a few and got excited it was a peach and apricot sour that I guess she's had before and mm. got super excited to see it again and ended up buying uh, buying some because it's a good combo. It's delicious. But interesting enough, I was doing a little research and Edmund's Oast, originally it was just a 
beer store. Started back in 2008, back, you know, kind of early on the craft beer scene, like when it was really just starting to kind of pick up. And um, it was started as a, as a, just a beer store. And then they decided to put on like a little beer festi- festival because they decided, hey, we need to expand. We need to do more of this. This is getting bigger and bigger. And then eventually they just were like, all right, well, let's just start brewing some beer. So they, uh, they started to do that, I guess, about, I think it said 2017, so six years ago. And they've been doing that ever since. So, uh, And not only they've been doing it, but it seems like they've been doing it really well. As you would imagine, if you've been in the craft beer scene for that long, you have a high standard. And if you're going to be brewing beer, you're going to want it to be yeah, yeah, good we, beer. You're going to make what you want to drink. Something proud, you know? I mean, it's not entirely dissimilar to Salty Turtle. Uh, mm. Two former Marines who like to hang out and drink together in Surf City and uh, decided they were going to start a beer company and then brought in someone who wasn't a Marine who could actually handle make the, the business beer. side. And <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, so were they, are they the ones, are they brewing or were they just yeah. kind of, the, okay. So yeah. they're the guys making it the beer. started as a like garage brew and then kind of just grew from there. But the thing I find most interesting about it is how much they lean into salty turtle. Like if you go to all the, like, about us and stuff on their website, it it all like is just very much so like Ninja Turtle references and like nice turtle humor. But they also got this cool ass logo with the uh, turtle where the shell is a hop bud. Oh yeah, I like that. So they they they've done their job up until drinking the beer. I don't know yet. And if they're big, I'm pretty confident. If they're big turtle fans, I mean, because that was huge when I was a kid. So I would imagine they're probably even a similar age. If I had to guess, could be wrong. Maybe mid thirties. Yeah, their bios. Late thirties. Their bios actually have very little information about them. It's about their favorite Ninja Turtles and why. Well, let's hear it. I will. I mean, pull up the bios, man. I I know my personal favorite Ninja Turtle and why. Do you have a favorite Ninja Turtle? I think everybody that was got into Ninja Turtles probably has one. You might be a little. I, were you a little young for it? Uh, turtles weren't my thing. I was more into Power Rangers. Mm. Yeah, turtles. I don't turtles were the jam. Like I can't even remember. So who Michelangelo was of course, the leader? The part? No, he's the party dude. Leonardo's okay. the leader. Leonardo's, Leonardo's got the swords. Michelangelo's got the nunchucks, which is kind of funny because I recently saw a thing that was like. It's funny how, you know, the most kind of, I, I, I don't want to say dumb, but the one that they perceive as being just kind of like, oh, you know, go with the, you know, whatever, has the most complicated and difficult <laughs> weapon. Yeah. Nunchucks, nunchucks wouldn't be easy to fight with. No. No, I mean, there's a lot of risk to you'll, you'll hit, injure you're hard, yourself. You can hurt yourself with some nunchucks. There are a lot of there's no doubt about bruised that. knuckles. So yeah, Leonardo has the sword. Uh, you got Raphael's got the size, okay. right? That's what they're called—the little, the and trident, look, the mini the purple little mask. Hand tr- no, no. Oh, come the, on, you're kidding. Donatello me. had the purple mask yes, and the stick and a stick, yes, which is a terrible weapon. Yeah, he might have gotten the the the. I mean, <laughs> this yeah. Splinter's like, this is what we got left. Here's the stick, Donatello. Oh, thank you, Splinter. Mm. I mean, it's been so long. Like, I don't, I didn't watch the uh, the live action one. 
I until very recently, and I still oh, wow. don't really recall. I have all of them on DVD, of course. Oh, I've seen the OG. I'm talking the Michael Bay, like. Oh no, no, no! I, I'm not watching that garbage. No, I never saw that. Don't do it. Yeah, I. <laughs> you. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't like Michael Bay. I don't really like anything that he oh, touches yeah. or does. So I certainly wasn't going to let him ruin Ninja Turtles for me. So I, I knew to stay away from that piece of garbage. Well before it even came out, so, uh, so yeah, Power Rangers then, huh? So I will say this, because one of the all-time f- best video games, in my opinion, is Turtles in Time, for Super Nintendo. That being said, less popular, but also big fan of that Power Rangers game that I have for Super Nintendo. That one doesn't get nearly as much credit as it deserves. That was a good game. By the look on your face, you never even played it. I'm trying to remember if it was the... I had one on the Game Boy. It was the Fall of the Foot Clan. Yeah, I was going to say that. There was a couple... I don't think I played the Super Nintendo one. Turtles in Time? Oh, I played Turtles in Time. I'm talking Power Rangers. I don't think Power Rangers had a Game Boy game. Just the one on Super. Okay, then I have played it. Yeah. It's been so uh, it's been so long. Those aren't ones that I picked up like as an adult. Like I really just pretty much stick to Legend of Zelda. It's pretty good. And the thing is, in the Simpsons arcade game, oh yeah, that, that kicked was, ass. I, you know, when it comes to Power Rangers, I don't know if I didn't really have a favorite, but in the video game, you're best off being the Pink Power Ranger because she's got a bow and arrow. Is that was that right? Yeah, am, am I remembering yeah, that right? Yeah, that's that's also, so that's the easier way to to kill people because you can do it from afar. That's kind of like it seems like in any video game from that time period they were big on girl power and like if you play Super Mario Brothers two with uh, where you Peach, where you Peach, Peach can, can hover. Yeah, like she is definitely the best one. To easy, be on. like that's true. So it, it does seem like they did stack the the female characters like. Marge was way better than Homer in the Simpsons game. You have that vacuum cleaner. Which Simpsons game? I'm thinking of the arcade one. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't. I didn't play as much arcades. I didn't grow up in a big city like you did. <laughs> I uh, the only arcade I know is Tetris. But the as far as the Simpsons games, the main one I remember is Itchy and Scratchy for Super Nintendo, which again is a bit of an underlier. Most people probably don't really remember playing it, but I loved that game when I was a kid. That was a fun one. One that I think is underrated and deserves a, a remake or a reboot is their version of Grand Theft Auto, Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that was a great game. Because that was a good I was, one. A, really into the Simpsons at the time, and B, my parents were like, you can't have Grand Theft Auto, but you know what? Homer driving around, kicking people and vending machines and stuff. It's apparently an okay substitute. That one was great. And even, I, I want to say, it must it must date GTA 3, but Crazy Taxi. That was also kind of in that same realm of like the drive around. Well, cra- like, Simpsons had a version of that too. It was called Road Rage. Road Rage. So that, yeah. that's what I was thinking of when you were talking about. So, oh, that's a different one? I don't yeah, know the Road other Rage one. Rage was the about. Crazy Taxi one, and then uh, Hit and Run was their version of Grand oh, Theft Auto. Oh, I need to play Hit and so Run. So you're like running around taking cars. Was that on PlayStation? Yeah, uh, PS2 would have been on the uh, See, I'm a Nintendo GameCube. guy. I'm a Nintendo. It was oh, on the GameCube. GameCube. 
That's what we have. I don't have a GameCube, but I've been tempted to get one just because I know that you can get. So for I have my Super Nintendo, and I can get the Super Game Boy, so you can play your Game Boy games on it. There's something similar. You can get a GameCube and play your Game Boy Advance games on it. I've almost got a Game Boy simply for that. In fact, if I was a bet man, I bet I could get a GameCube on eBay for like twenty bucks at this point. Like. That you, was that was in that was one of those systems that just never really took off. It was one of their lowest selling outside of the Wii before the Wii U. I, yeah. I know you can get I, I know a website where you can get like a full on bundle for like fifty bucks and you'll have like the Mario Kart games, the Legend of Zelda. Like you'll have like a pretty stock collection just straight out the bat. Um I'll have to dig up the link for you. Yeah, I don't know. That's I how like, I got my GameCube. Yeah, I never still really... had the box. Still had like all the original like box and oh, that's pretty good. wrapping. That's pretty good. See, I I stopped at sixty four and I'm kind of proud of that. I've owned outside of the Wii U every Nintendo console. I mean, I guess we we can't really count the Game Boy Micro because if you no. had a Game Boy, you need it. Well, so. that's not a console. It's handheld. So, so there you all go. Right. Fair enough. Then yes, I stand by that. We went on a bit of a tangent there. Let's go play some video games. I'll tell you what, yeah, it makes me want to drink some beer and play some video games, man. But uh, I will say this, man, this Edmund's Oast is delicious. I I don't know. I I was looking through my untapped app, and most of the Edmund's Oast I've had on there were sours because it must have been with BB, and which that's not my style. So throwing those out, the other ones... All had extremely high ratings, and this one is going to fall in that category as well. Uh, they are doing damn good things down there in uh, in Charleston. I'm going to have to hit them up next time I go that way. This pillow fort has is just phenomenal. It's got everything it's you look for. Hopefully, you can actually watch it now that we got the video going. The lacing is delicious, is is amazing. The smell is fantastic. Everything about it, the body. This is. A perfect triple. It's a f- which, by definition, that means it's a five. This is a fantastic beer, and it's really hitting the spot right now. <laughs> All right. So, Dank's Revenge from Salty Turtle Beer Company uh, label. We'll give another five out for the label, but that's not going to be my untapped score because West Coast uh-huh. style, not really yeah. my jam. I tend to prefer, prefer East Coast IPAs. Still very delicious, very solid flavor. There's nothing with West Coast. I feel like it kind of lingers in the back of your mouth for a little bit, and uh, I, I don't necessarily love that, but there's a crispness to it, and it's got – you smell the grapefruit more than you taste it. it. As far as West Coast IPA goes, though, it's it's solid. I'll give it a four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Grapefruit. I love West grapefruit. Coast. You let – see, well, that's fresh. All right. Well – there you go. That's a wrap on Brews Day Tuesday for this week. As I mentioned, I think we'll do it. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm backed up, man. I got a lot of beer we got to drink. We might, we might even need to do like a double a double down Tuesday or something. But next, Two for Tuesday. Next week, I might do it because I we did just recently go out this past weekend down to uh, New River Brewing Company. And I brought back some beers. I wasn't even planning to because I already had so many shows, but the beers were that good that I wanted to do a show out of it. So I think that's what we'll probably do next. 
And then maybe I'll get around to those Richmond beers once I get back. It's going to be a crazy... A lot of beer. A lot of beer to drink. So keep it locked here. Brews Day Tuesday. Uh, be sure to follow us on the Facebook Live. We do it uh, Facebook Live uh, when we can, when things are working right. And, of course, you can feel free to subscribe and you can watch us drink beer uh, on the YouTube. And we appreciate you listening and drinking beer with us. We'll take a quick break. We'll play some commercials. Then we'll play some tunes right here. 105.3 The Bear.